Hey students, welcome to episode 15 of the Film Student Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Lazzaroni. As the submission deadline for the Harold Ramis Film School is fast approaching on May 31st, I wanted to interview a few graduates of HRFS to find out what they got from the program and what they're doing now. My guest this week is Jackie Gately from the newest batch of graduates in the Green Cohort. Jackie and I talk about jumping the shark, working with child actors, and Jackie's newfound love of location scouting. On with the show! I feel good about it. Uh, I feel very ready uh, to, not to leave, but I feel like... We put in a good, a, decent, a ton of work mm-hmm. in, a sh- in a, I guess, a relatively short span of time. Mm-hmm. So um, I hear it's, uh, it'll be, it'll be a bummer, but to yeah. leave. But it, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very what, excited. Do you know what you're doing next? Uh, no, I don't. I think I, I'm gonna go back to Boston for. I'm from Massachusetts. Okay. So I'll be back there for, I think maybe two months. But the plan is to come back to Chicago and mm-hmm. just, you know, try and do stuff here. Try and do stuff here. Figure like maybe get more into improv because mm-hmm. uh, I moved here for this, for just this program. For this program, yeah. Gotcha. So I have not had much time to do like anything else. Mm-hmm. So I think you know do more improv. Were you doing that in Boston yeah. before you move Im- improv there? Did, like sketch comedy in okay. Boston, and so no, not really improv. How's the sketch scene there? It's limited. Yeah, limited. Yeah, it's not. You know, I did, and it was for a short, short span of time. I did. I was in college, like briefly and did it there mm-hmm. and it was you know it was like I, I think college sketch comedy is more like we're in college now and we can like we can do <laughs> finally do we finally do dick jokes you know because <laughs> we're not in high school anymore kind of stuff and you know so it was it was like a, lot, a little less like grounded it was more just you know the the, the litmus test of what like what's funny mm-hmm. and like, there was just very like you know easy it's yeah. e- easy to get a joke get a joke by there and the people that come to your sketch shows are slim to none so yeah it's like you're performing for no for nobody but that's sometimes that's, that's what makes easy, it more yeah. fun yeah, yeah. I, I i like get it, away with murder <laughs> liked it more fun and like there's a there's a bigger stand there's a bigger stand-up scene in boston than mm-hmm. anything other yeah than that. oh yeah. yeah uh that's where that's where mark maron and them all kind of came up mm-hmm. uh, who else was from that area oh he's he talks a ton about like coming up in boston and, and all the different comics isn't um there's oh, a one ton of, my favorite of people guys. from boston yeah uh one of my favorite guys is is i think from that area uh uh Really deadpan, just tells like oh one-liners. oh I know what you're talking about um, right something Stephen Wright Stephen Wright yeah yeah Stephen, Stephen Wright, Wright's yeah. from uh, from that area I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a I was a fan of his for a while and nothing changed I just like stopped listening to <laughs> nothing well he had yeah. a, he hasn't put out I don't yeah think exactly in a while yeah he's he's like he well he's an older comic yeah he was on but, that uh, um the um. Uh, Horace and Pete show on Netflix. Uh, he was he was like one the guy at the end of the bar. Yeah, so he's like still doing stuff. But yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, that that show was that show was heavy. its own thing. It's oh, a, it was heavy. It was its own thing, and I, I saw that was another thing. I only saw a few episodes of it for no other reason than just like it was heavy, and yeah. you had to pay like to per episode to watch it. Was it? I was think it was on his right? website. It was on Lucy Key's oh, website. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah, I did it was, that. It's I a good show, though. It yeah. was it was good, but it was just like uh, it, it was, was heavy. heavy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the 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 um, episode with uh, with his ex wife, Lori Metcalf, with Lori Metcalf playing that <laughs> that, that monologue is it was 20, 25 minutes, right? Amazing. So, One camera shot. Yeah. Goes straight through. Like that's something like only a, a trained theater performer could do. But she did it. I mean amazingly it's she's insane intricacies of, of the emotional run and and just what she's pulling there there's never a moment where i'm out of that scene she's yeah. she's the character for the entire she's time. the character for the entire time it's like such a you know 
to get gross. I mean, it's such a, like a, like so in sync with like the writing of that and the performance mm-hmm. of that. Like wh- what came first there? Like yeah. who wrote that? Did she, it felt like so, so lived in to, did that come from improv, like an improv thing, or I heard you know, some did, interview did, or something. Did she was CK write that? It's, yeah, it's a, it's CK's writing. Like part of the reason she did it is because he, like, she was like the writing was just so so on point, yeah. so good. But I imagine there, there has to be like that can't be verbatim. How do you memorize exactly twenty five lines of dialogue if there's not that, a that must or be twenty five minutes of dialogue rather with, you know, no. No, no meter or something like that. It's not like Shakespeare, where there's no. some sort of at least beat pattern or something yeah. like that that you can learn it to. That's like twenty years of craft way over my head. Yeah, like I have no idea. And yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's just um with it. how many takes did they do of that? I imagine they couldn't have done it forever. Be Maybe exhausted you know? after like three. <laughs> I know. I mean, she, oh my, I like it. Yeah, it's that 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 was I think one of the more like pieces of acting that you you will remember if you've seen yeah. it, which I I hope. You know, maybe not anymore now, I guess, whatever. But yeah. he's kind of gross. He's No, he is gross. But, like, uh, the what is, like, if you saw that, you will remember it right. for a while, yeah. Well, and there's there's other performances on that show that are incredible. I mean, Alan right. Alda's great on there, too. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. He, he's he's genuinely good. I mean, I, I mean, I used to watch MASH a lot. Yeah. My dad loves MASH. I just listened to it. He was on um, uh, the... Uh, nerd, not Nerdist anymore. What is it? ID10T podcast. Um, Alan Alda was. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, and and he was talking about like his time on Mash and and uh, he directed the last episode. I didn't realize that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. it was it was really interesting. But he's he's big into uh, science and improv. Like those are two big things that he pushes now in his life. And and so he really? he actually does like a workshop where they bring scientists in and, and help them understand how to use improv tools as a way to speak to people about their sciences and be able to to you know tell things engagingly and entertainingly in a way that that you're, they're going to be able to get whatever message they're trying to get across while teaching people you know the science background oh of things. wow yeah it's crazy that's insane that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> so now you have now you have homework yeah now yeah now i have to I have to look into alan alda a little bit more i didn't realize that but and also just until right now i'm like i'm a i'm a, I'm a big alan alda fan i guess yeah, yeah. He was great on Thirty Rock when he was on. Oh, yeah, Thirty Rock's like he's one of my favorites of all time. And fantastic. He's always everything. he's he always was great good. on um, West Wing uh, <gasps> when he played the uh, the Republican challenger. Part, didn't part of you like? You mean I mean Jimmy Smith was great, mm-hmm. Ama- amazing. But mm-hmm. part of you like maybe he should win. Like, may- like <laughs> part of you is like maybe this like Republican guy should win. You know, he's great. But then you know I don't know I don't want to get in spoiler territory for the West Wing. Yeah. But yeah. It, it made it happen when you know it's like it's like 15 years old when it, when they get out of the limo and you see that they are that he's the vice president it's yeah. very sad well and the other thing with that is that that's like season seven of west wing it's the last and, season and that's yeah but that's you know three seasons removed from uh from having um uh why am i blanking on the right was it Le- Le- oh aaron sorkin aaron sorkin that's yeah. like three seasons removed from sorkin being there that was when know? like tommy shalami was just running the entire yeah. thing right yeah. yeah and and so it's it, you know it's not terrible, but it's not the same as like the first few. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, I was uh, the scene where <laughs> it's 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 pretty bad, but if you, I feel like if you're a loyal fan, you'll buy into it. But the scene where he like breaks down the government, <laughs> like Jeff Bartlett's like walking in the streets, and you're like, oh, this show's taking a turn. It's <laughs> just the jump the shark moment. Yeah, the, the, no, that's <laughs> if Jeff Griggs the jump the shark moment. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. I've, I haven't had him yet, so that, he's great. That, okay. Yeah, we talk about uh, jumping the shark mm-hmm. in a. Uh, in like the the TV class, and yeah. It's like t- uh, t- episodes of TV that like jump the shark. Do you actually shows. watch the jump the shark episode of it, Happy Days? 
Yes, you yeah. do. Yes, you do. Okay, I'm and I'm familiar with that that stuff like the, that. for yeah. the concept. And I wasn't. I I'd heard the term, but I hadn't heard like it was from something. It was yeah. I didn't know it was from like when they start doing like stunts when they just actually uh, jump the shark. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, so how did you get started here? Like what 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 uh, drove you to come do this? Um, so you you were doing you went through college in in Boston and then decided to. Mm. I guess I I I dropped out of college. I mm-hmm. went to college for in Suffolk University for about a year, mm-hmm. um, to studying theater and like doing sketch comedy. And I just like didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I I thought you know this is like an eighteen nineteen year old at me being like, you know, college is a joke and you pay money to be broke at the end of it. Right. And you know, and I just I felt I didn't I wasn't getting what I wanted out of it. And I felt I didn't like the school itself enough to stay. So I left after a year and then I went to, to Hofstra mm-hmm. in Long Island um, to study film. Mm-hmm. Cause I thought that would be like, if I don't study film, I'll regret it. Right. Um, I felt like maybe something other, cause if I thought theater was studying theater was a crock again, nothing but respect for people that have done it and do it. It's, it's not a bad thing to study. I just, me at that time, I didn't, I was tired of it and I yeah. didn't want to do it. So I quit after a year and I went to Hofstra. I transferred um, and studied film. Mm-hmm. And then I thought <laughs> that was a that was a load of. <laughs> so I, I <laughs> so the, it's more of a me thing than a, a college thing, I guess. But I quit college and I was just kind of I had a ton of anxiety and I just was like I'm not. I'm gonna take some time to maybe figure myself out and do it. So I worked. I got a ton of jobs just mm-hmm. in my hometown in Massachusetts, and I was like a waiter. A, a server but anything anything you could name in a restaurant mm-hmm. and i did like wedding photography and mm-hmm. you know just a bunch of nefarious jobs so you and had the photography and you had some some a little bit yeah some technical background and i, and and I had made too. some film like some stuff in high school my high school had a big film program and oh, i was that's a cool. huge part of it and i was always like kind of a performance and a comedy nerd mm-hmm. um but didn't know what to do with all that energy in walpole massachusetts mm-hmm. and yeah and i was just kind of like all right i need to start thinking about school and getting back into it i you know, I can't just keep doing this. And mm-hmm. so I, a friend told me about this school and, uh, oh, well, that's a thing that people in Chicago do. That's a good, good talented people do. <laughs> and, uh, I never have a chance there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, so, but I thought like, I, I mean, what else am I doing? I'm not doing anything. So it's like, at least I can, you know, I looked at the requirements and I just like, you know, did the, did the essays, the, you know, recommendations, all the mm-hmm. stuff you do with the videos and, the sample, all that. What do you what do you submit for your for your work sample? My work sample, I submitted. Uh, uh, I in my in high school, my graduate film because I didn't make any films or anything like that since high school. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, I had been like writing and performing since then. I hadn't filmed really anything since um, that I was in or re- heavily involved in. So mm-hmm. I, but my senior year film in high school was like a thirty minute long uh, movie. Yeah. And I just and I wrote, directed, and co-directed, wrote, co-directed, and acted in it. Mm-hmm. And so I just cut up, made, got a kind of a five-minute reel, yeah, of that, and gave that as my work sample. That's cool. Yeah. So you actually had like, yeah, that's and so I I had like torn experience kind of all around, but yeah, not re- nothing really professional at all. Well, and I, and I think that's kind of the point. That right. It, you know, if somebody's coming in with professional background. It's like, why are you actually doing this? Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Uh, so like I, I came in with a, a decent amount, but it was it was never professional stuff. It was stuff I was doing with friends on the weekends. Yeah, you know? it was other improvisers in the DC area that we were right. writing sketches and shooting stuff. So did you come from like a performance background or, or writing or what was your what was your background? My background's more the production end. So I actually went to school for audio engineering. Cool. And then, um, and then after college, went uh, went and worked in radio for a bit. Hated it. Left that. Went to to work for Apple actually for eight years. Uh, through like retail side of things and, and did a bunch of really cool random stuff with them. Uh, but in the meantime, um, when I was in college, I'd, I'd been a part of the, the film program. I kind of fell backwards into that from helping out because I was in audio engineering. Right. Got pulled right. in to help clean up a, a guy's film. Sure, yeah. Because uh, the audio was terrible because nobody pays attention to audio until the right. last minute. That's what, uh, they, they te- that's what they tell us. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so I got pulled into the film club for, for meetings because they had just invited me, and, and I didn't know how to do anything other than audio, we didn't have any equipment for the right. audio, so the only thing I re- could really do and stuff is like sort of write and direct, and so I just I learned to direct before I learned to do anything else. Sweet, um, and and it, you know, granted it was kind of half-ass direction, but it was something. It's something, and yeah. Then, and then when I got out of school, I was like, I want to keep doing this stuff, so I went and tried to find people to do all the other roles, and it's it's almost impossible to just call somebody up and get them to be there. Right. I mean, we deal with that here with actors and stuff like that now too, but it's. Uh, you know, so I, I just said, screw it, I'm going to teach myself. So yeah. I went out and bought the equipment with, you know, what little cash I had from, <laughs> from my job and, and uh, just taught myself from the ground up, like how to do the editing and shooting and sound design. And, and So you taught uh, yourself most of that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And That's really so, cool. And just did that on the side for a few years and like got to the point where I've got a feeling for what stuff works and what stuff doesn't. Right. But the thing I never really learned because I found a producer early on that was reliable. Mm-hmm. Never really learned the production side of it. Like that's something that I've kind of kept at arm's length. So you came like, like with a post and then d- dove into like that directing stuff and then came back to the post production stuff yeah, a little. Yeah. yeah. And so um, and so like that and and writing. I've always had like a writing crew. Like I've gotten fairly good at um, streamlining something. So mm-hmm. like if you brought a script to me, and it's kind of almost like a you know I put it kind of equivalent to development, which I didn't really know anything about till I got here, but. Um, if you brought a script to me and said, all right, this is, you know, this is what I, what I want to shoot and I'm reading through it. I'm like, okay, well this act is in outer space and you've got, you know, a $10,000 budget. So we're not going to yeah. be able to do that. <laughs> Let's talk about how we can work, you know, still keep that, that directive of the story in there, but change the location. For you sure. Know, is that something we could do that you're training to go to space? And so it's in a swimming pool that we could rent a public pool space and get that, you know, it's, right. that's, that's the part that I got the hang of is, is just, that, that part's fun. I like I like yeah. that part. Yeah. Let's let's take what you've got here and massage it into something that we can actually produce with the budget, time, and resources that we have. Uh, and so you know that's that's been helpful. But yeah, the actual writing part, I was always taking somebody else's thing. And so here, it's been nice to be kind of forced to like go write something yourself. You know. Right. And and so and I, I think I was always of the mindset like my writing stuff was never on par with like what my friends were doing their stuff right. was always funnier than anything that i that i you know right sure and so and here it's a it's a big it seems like finding your voice is a is a big part of the program mm-hmm. um what did what did you end up producing in uh in your time here anything that you're super proud of uh super proud of yeah i mean i mean it's like a, I, I you know I'm, I'm i'm at the end of it and i i feel like part of me i'm really proud of the stuff i did do and like the big one, the, mm-hmm. the term three. I'm really proud of that. It's what is what is your term three? It's called show and tell. Okay. Um, and it is, I I don't even know how to describe it. It's like nothing insane. It was just like a story about um, a substitute teacher, 
who is okay. uh, goes into who's kind of in a standstill in her life and kind of goes into. I was a substitute teacher for a minute. Okay, uh, that wasn't really inspired. It was just like on my mind. Yeah, um, when I was writing it, but well, you she, write what you know. You, so yeah, in a way, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but this this is very different than my experience, as if you if, if and when if and when you see it. But um, yeah, it's a day of show and tell, and she's kind of in a standstill. She's in a kind of a weird position and then she goes and it's like she's with the class and it's their day of show and tell mm-hmm. and the stuff unfolds from there and i and i'm pretty proud of it. it's very i think it's very well produced like yeah it's, it look it has it has now looks the best out of anything i've done really? for sure yeah did oh, you yeah. have is i feel like was tavia doing lights for you for that tavia one? gaffed taves taves my yeah one which, of my best friends yeah, I yeah love she's tavia. done amazing lighting stuff like she's she's incredible I, all I, around i haven't seen i've seen behind the scenes stuff from yours i haven't seen any of the mm-hmm. actual uh, uh print stuff from it but uh um, like a ton of people were Instagramming and stuff like that when oh, yeah. when your shoot was going on because you also had the the two kids in the in the two the, the two, two kids shirt sweater, yeah uh, that oh. I guess uh, who was wearing that with the like oh Kim Pinto yes, was wearing Kim, yeah. Kim got partnered with uh, She's with one of the kids yeah because <laughs> that kid we I mean the kids schedules were kind of a mess all around and God bless Kate Orleano who was my ID and just kills it and i have nothing but good he things to say about AD'd him for uh for a pilot shoot that we did this he's weekend. amazing yeah he's, he's awesome. he kills it and he put up with a lot from me especially but um in zan robbins and uh and those two really like mm-hmm. kind of walked me through the production part they're amazing but um yeah. they were yeah so like with the other kid that was in the shirt we had to get a close-up of the the kid that we had and the other kid had to go and so we were kind of <laughs> so we needed a body and at my at first was and cater was like oh we should have some should we have like so i thought kim would be like kind of like pulling the pulling shirt. the shirt to make it seem like and then the next thing i know is like i think kate was like no put, put it on so <laughs> i didn't see it and so i'm by the monitor with like zan and a few other people that were by the monitor and we're following the camera and the camera pans and we turn and see <laughs> that kim's wearing the shirt and she's so she was so game and didn't like say anything and was so nice about it and i felt i felt bad i mean but it was yeah. A quick shot, and she wasn't in it for too long. But but there, there it was really funny. Enough, there's enough photos uh, of her, like just sitting there, just, <laughs> just like <laughs> slumped over, just like the thirteen, fourteen year old boy, just like I think he's tw- <laughs> I think he's thirteen, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was very funny. And uh, yeah, my it was my roommate's shirt, and I wrote it because I knew I had it. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So, so you actually had a two person uh, like yeah. Christmas sweater. I, it's in my apartment it's right now. <laughs> I love so, it. Uh, are you have, have you finished uh, post production on it? Or are you still working on that tonight? One? I mean, it's due tomorrow. Due tomorrow. So it's tonight, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm very satisfied with it. I think it's you know it's 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 funny, it's sweet, it's, it's cute. I think, mm-hmm. um, but in terms of like my voice, I think it's just a to me, it's just a story, a story I wanted to tell and I like. Um, but it, if it encapsulates, I think you know, I think my humor t- tends to be a little more zany than that. Mm-hmm. So. In terms of, I think it's a nice. I think I think it's a nice piece of work that I think I hope everyone involved will be really yeah. proud of that they were involved with. I'm really proud of, and I it's probably going to be my favorite thing I I've, I've ever done. Yeah, I, I think all because I we, you know I worked so hard on it with, and like Kellyanne Johnson, mm-hmm. who's the greatest yeah. person here. I think she's she's I can't say enough. Nice she's a sweetheart. She's awesome, and she she produced it with me, and I mean we worked really hard on that, and so I'm really I'll be really proud of that in terms of like. You know, other stuff. What I do made, you plan on doing? With really it, like weird stuff. Some festival submissions, or I have no idea. It might be too long for some festival submissions. What's but the runtime for it? Right now, it's ten minutes and fifteen seconds. Oh, that's not too long. It's not too too long. No, but there's a lot of them that, that have like fifteen minute cutoff yeah. points. So we'll have to be. If I if I pay take it anywhere, I'll have to be kind of smart about where I put it. But um, we're right now, we're like you know, I'm, I'm if it goes anywhere, I'll right now for the screening for Second City, 
um i'm you know i think that cut will be that cut and mm-hmm. i think no matter what i'll like that because i think it's strong as is mm-hmm. but i might you know will still be as i think many maybe, maybe you've heard people tweak yeah, sense, yeah you know so uh yeah. the the ones that they screened for us um that included ericsson's um mm-hmm. uh when when i first got here we i got to see um dax put on a um the pre like a show of, right. of, of previous graduates mm-hmm. uh and just showed off those and so many of them were not polished yet like right. those are I worked on because Erickson. yeah because mm-hmm. those were just i think those were early those weren't those weren't the final versions in every case because some right. of them hadn't ever actually hit final. They hit like a a showable version, right? And yeah. Some of them are still in like Erickson's. Like, hey, he's still working on his. Like, he's still trying to. He wants to do some ADR and audio cleanup and stuff like that because of the losing a bunch of the audio from mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Okay. So so that's that's the best thing that you've been. What what have you enjoyed as far as like or what classes have you gotten the most out of here? Classes. I mean, it's it, the writing classes here. Mm-hmm. I think are pretty phenomenal. I mean, um, who did you have through the program? Well, through we had. I think I I had him for every session. Mario okay. DeMarco. Okay. I mean, Mario's the best. Mm-hmm. He's probably one of my favorite teachers of all time. He's nice. just the nicest, sweetest dude ever, and he's so helpful and in you know like every every teacher here like really cares about mm-hmm. the individual student and you know kind of um i loved i loved every class we took with him i think we had him for like the writing mm-hmm. the fun i don't know if it was fundamentals of writing or comedic storytelling the one was with rachel mason one was with mariano then we had mariano for adaptation and then in your third you have like you kind of break up mm-hmm. like we have cat o'brien's class the working screenwriter and then that breaks off into five. So five of us had Mariano, five had Cat, yeah. and five had Ron. I had Mariano, um, and we worked on like my final, my final feature gotcha. for that. Yeah, yeah. I think but for ours, we're. I think it was supposed. It was supposed to be somebody else for term two, but they're taking like a term off, mm-hmm. and so I'm not sure. I think I have Ron for term two, so. Yeah, I don't know. He's like the that. best, but uh, but no, I I mean everyone the improv stuff is i i've i really enjoy that stuff mm-hmm. so improv like really you know having kimmy's class the first one like yeah i was always excited to she's go to kimmy's class i love kimmy yeah and, uh, she's amazing but um yeah every uh, i will say there and i'm uh, beyond i'll be honest like there was not one class i was like Ugh, you know even yeah. the 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 technical classes you know where i i'm less versed at or mm-hmm. less you know or I'm less good at, or whatever. I still enjoyed going to them because well, if you like yeah. your cohort and you like the teacher, it can never be like that bad or at all. Well, you like know? You're the, always learning the technical something. Technical stuff is, is handy because a lot of people don't get that background. Like oh, that's, for sure. that's one of the things I came in with a decent amount of, and even, and I, I've even still found like bits and pieces that have been really helpful out of mm-hmm. there. Just resources or planning practices or things like that that I didn't do before you know right um I've, i'll be honest i've i've used a clapboard maybe twice ever before yeah. <laughs> coming here and now it's like something that i'm like i'm almost leaning on right like a crutch because now i've finally got figured out to the point of okay so this is the person whose job it is to run that and right. here's the other things that they're doing on the set that you know make it so that they're not just hanging around crew positions for sure yeah right. and that's something that you noticeably for me i notice like my session one it was like chip holding a piece of paper that says what's on and she just clap because we forgot <laughs> right. to get one 
the second day of shooting at least and then like <laughs> session three is like the most legit thing i've ever done and right so and so it's insane like the amount of like we take the crew roles really seriously who mm-hmm. does what the scheduling i mean it it that is something that really progresses for right. me as i went here for sure mm-hmm. and hopefully you know cohorts like even from the get-go from their first session mm-hmm. will take that to heart more seriously because it'll yeah. just make every single shoot go as smoothly as possible which is i think you know i think green learn that later the hard way <laughs> yeah n- yeah not hard way but later uh, for sure <laughs> you know some of it in, in in that's not every single one for me I'll, I'll definitely say i learned that later i will do it in post oh, i'll just listen hard closer you know right. like later <laughs> whereas i now my like i would like every set maybe i do for in future to be done the mm-hmm. way i did in the first one gotcha with less money with much less money yeah this is, yeah that's yeah. that's the the thing i'm probably most worried about going into it is just finding a budget to, to put stuff together like yeah. the one I'm, I'm planning for term three as of right now of course i could always change is uh it's pretty effects heavy sure but it's there, it's a lot of practical or very simple like sleight right. of hand type stuff right um just stitched back to back to back to back to back right uh and so you know it's it's one of those things i'm trying to fit, like build it to be special effects heavy on a shoestring budget mm-hmm. <laughs> you know crowdfunding always where i did i did some crowdfunding for yeah. mine and it i mean it worked out really well and we stayed yeah. under budget which was wild that's, nice. th- that's thanks to you know kelly johnson for you i mean but uh you know and so that i mean crowdfunding is always something that at first i was like oh do you have to and then i did it and i was like no nah, that yeah, it, it's a. It's, did you find it's, people it's that cool. it, was it? Did it just wind up being like friends and family that were pitching in, or or did you actually find like a broader audience and the crowdfunding stuff that 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 pitched in just to to see the final product produced, or do you even know? Oh, I know, and it was friends and family. It was, was yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was. I had a lot of friends, and uh, my mom's got a lot of friends. It turns out because like yeah, people I wasn't even like noticing it like on the thing, and it's just like twenty bucks, fifteen bucks. Good luck, good luck, Jackie. Really, like, oh cool. I'm a, I'm a, from a big family. Yeah, uh, too. Okay. Uh, I have a, a you know big big family. So, I mean, th- but it was no, it was like uh, scattered friends, mm-hmm. of, like close friends of mine, people on. But I mean, that's the thing. Like, one thing, crowdfunding. If you want to be pleasantly surprised to see who's who's still paying attention to you, yeah, it's that because you're like, oh, oh my god, they donated ten bucks. That's so cool. Yeah. And and some classmates donated too. I mean, it's it's why I I would recommend crowdfunding because yeah. a lot of people are. I'm such a, a, a scared of ever being a nuisance on anyone. So the yeah. idea of me being like, give me money. But you know, if you do it in a char- try to do it in a charming enough way, or you know, if you're not too much of a weirdo about it, I mean, people mm-hmm. will people will do it i do it you yeah. know I, I give if i can you know yeah it's it's nice and especially for fellow filmmakers we all get it you know so yeah. it's tough to pull I, it all together in, in in one moment so yeah anything yeah. any help you can get into exactly it. yeah for sure what uh what kind of stuff are you trying to make in the long run like what's your what's your style who are your influences what what would you like to be able to go do oh man i don't know i i think i mean my thing is i my my brain thinks in sketches mm-hmm. my brain i i you know, any idea I have, it's usually filtered through like a sketch Mm -hmm. and it's like an idea. And that's something I struggled with, with my term three. I didn't want it to be a sketch, which is silly. I think going forward, people should make whatever, whatever they want. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's, that's a different subject. But, uh, yeah, I think sketches, I think, I mean, I loved, I'd love to write films uh, to get the, um, to, to write features, to get that. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to find the right word. Muscle. The, the muscle, yeah, yeah, sure, the muscle and and the patience and the drive for it. But I think sketches, I I I, lo- I like producing a lot now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I'm, I think I, I think I'm I think I'm okay at that. Uh, so I think like 
writing and performing sketches is something I'd, li- I'd like to I'd like to do producing mm-hmm. more and ga- garnering more um you know the working on that muscle of writing mm-hmm. feature feature screenplays but just yeah I, I'm I didn't expect to be uh, as ex- towards the end of this program I didn't realize and this is a good thing how excited I'd be to keep going yeah with with certain things like n- realizing my strengths and like oh I I'm good at that and I, I know for probably at least at least 10 years I'll mm-hmm. have to hustle and do it where I can and get it where I can. But at least I know like, I like sketch comedy. I like to try to write more features. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I'm, and I like producing. Mm-hmm. And knowing those things about myself, and I, I'm, I'm going to try to – I've written a children's book while I'm here. Okay. And try to, I might try what's to self-publish the, that. What's the children's book about? It's called The Invisible Monster, and it's about uh, – An in, invisible monster, I'm guessing? Yeah, it's about <laughs> – invis- it's about, but it's, a, it's like a pretty interesting example about, about anxiety. Of this okay. kid, of this young, of this young boy, who struggles with anxiety, mm-hmm. and uh, it's about kind of coming accepting that, and and so he has this invisible monster, and it's it's not always scary; it's more annoying, or it's more you know a voice in his head. But mm-hmm. yeah, and it's it's like a it's like kind of a play on Doctor Seuss a little bit. It's almost like a parody of Doctor Seuss, okay, um, and Shel Silverstein type stuff. Yeah. But hopefully, within the next like two years, I'll be comfortable with being like okay that's done yeah so did but you yeah. you wrote it in is it is it a um picture book or is it is it like uh, like a short story it's a picture but uh, did, did you do the the illustrations and stuff i'm playing with or? the drawings now but hopefully i can find a pal who is yeah if i ever want to like try to publish it or it's probably more more realistically self-published in the next like two years or so mm-hmm. uh, that'll be a, a thing i i have a pal who's good at it oh, nice. will want to do it but um yeah it's just like I'm, i i like you know it's it, the the best feeling i have that i think i think is the right feeling is i feel like i'm just getting started i feel like mm-hmm. i it took me a while to get used to the the way of the way this program works and not in a bad way but just like okay i'm ready i'm ready to keep going and i mm-hmm. you know that um and i'm, and I'm okay with having a hard time because i don't feel like this one year is like when I feel like the second it's you're in such an intense one year program that yeah. I feel like the second you start to struggle, you're like, I failed, I failed. Or yeah. you're like, <laughs> it's like a weird relay that you see everyone ahead of you and you don't think everyone's struggling as much as you are. So you're like, I failed, I blew it. And yeah, you're not, you're fine. They're and just handling stress a little bit differently. Handling stress differently. Yeah. And like, you know, it's, it's like not truly not that big of a deal. And, uh, yeah, yeah just getting the hang of it. And now that I feel like I've fully gotten the hang of it, mm-hmm. graduating. Right, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Well, and I feel like our our group's going to be interesting because we don't have. There's not a summer term coming in this time. They they right. they expanded on winter and fall, uh, and so I think fall they're have possibly having like three groups come in or something like that. And so really, uh, so it's going to be bigger in the fall. But like for the summer, we don't have like underclassmen coming in we're still going to be the new the new kids you know that's so funny. for our two cohorts here so yeah uh it'll feel a little i think a little different than it has been for any other class besides for sure know, maybe the well really nobody nobody's had hasn't had someone behind them nobody hasn't had there's not a, a cohort that hasn't had a class come immediately the next term and to, so, to somewhat differing extents but for you guys yeah no one will be there and uh, yeah it's 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 a uh, it's weird because like they get I mean Green wasn't accepted just as fifteen people there yeah. was no like other cohort and so it's it's funny to see like you know it was orange one blue and purple and then mm-hmm. when Green got here it was just one so there were only four cohorts at a time when we started right. so it's weird like to see like 
all right, there's two ahead, two ahead, and then no one behind. So there's it evens out to be just four right. at that time. So I wonder if maybe that's their sweet spot they're going for. I think they're something. still, well, I think it's, it sounds like it may be still expanding. And I, right. you know, I'll, I'm sure we'll find out more as they, yeah. as they go through. It probably has a decent amount too with, you know, what they get for people. It sounds like the, the 15 person limit is, is, is a guidepost because right. there's, I think there's at least one cohort that has a 16 or 17 in it here right now, or that maybe one that's coming in this, this winter or something like that. Mm, I, yeah. But they, they, they've said that like 15 is not a requirement. Mine's only 11. Uh, oh, it's, really? it's 11 and 12 for Cyan and Magenta. That. So we're a little smaller, uh, but there's still two of us. So, mm-hmm. um, and it sounds like they, you know, they're like, yeah, if we had four more people or three more people for each of those, we would have put them in. But you know, those are those are the groups that we thought made the most sense to to work as a as a as a collective. And I think that's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, right. They they you know the, it shows the thought and it shows that, but it's it's cool that, um, sorry, I have no more words. But uh, <laughs> it's the intent. Yeah, it's, it, the intent it, it's, it. it's cool. Yeah, it's cool that. You know, it, and I think now the alumni network is actually kind of really coming yeah. in really coming really hot now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even though you might not have people behind you, truly when you're working on your finals, um, or when the these this group ahead of you is working on their finals, mm-hmm. there's an alumni network that is now really experienced that can also come right. in, that have been, do sound, been DP, through this and have seen the yeah, yeah the and helper helper needed and you know. Maybe not me. I'll, I'm gonna be in Boston for a while, but like, uh, but <laughs> only a couple months. Only a couple months. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think that I think you know, the the network with alumni and students coming in and students still mm-hmm. in the mix is actually is becoming really exciting. Yeah, it's becoming really cool. Well, it sounds like there's even been some people that have gotten stuff out of you know the speakers that have come to come to talk oh, and yeah. have gotten jobs from that. So it's not even just just alumni. It's it's also just the it's other wild. people that you wind up working with. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's only a matter of time until somebody out of this program you know hits it big partners up with somebody else and produces. get that big old ladder yeah yeah <laughs> and, and uh, you know once once that once that blows up then it then everybody like the floodgates open and yeah man all of a sudden we get thousands upon thousands of listeners to this <laughs> right <laughs> that, are, yeah. that are like i'm interested in this thing i wonder what it is you've got a giant <laughs> following already you have a I, gi- it's, it's, <laughs> I wouldn't call it giant but <laughs> it's huge it's fucking, it's fucking enormous <laughs> but uh no we'll see what happens with it yeah. um all right well so uh so yeah, so next steps you're you're hopefully coming back here. Mm-hmm. Um, is it for like stage eighteen and that sort of thing that you that you'd like to be able to do and, and do more production work or? Oof, I don't or know. I I think it. You know, I I have not done anything with stage eighteen. I mm-hmm. know that that the thing with Angie has gone out to us as an option or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Erickson's doing it. Uh, but no, I have not <laughs> done that. Yeah. it's a new realization that after show and tell, I was like, I think I really dug the producing side of that. You know, yeah. so. Um, no, it's just more or less like kind of, you know, working with the network I've created so far and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just offering See what pops my up. hand. Yeah. Offering my hands. And I, you know, I think I, I have a, you know, actually from Erickson who's, who taught me a lot, a lot like about budgeting and, and, uh, you know, and, and working with, a, with Kelly and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that and, and, and securing locations. I get a weird, I get a weird, uh, sense of satisfaction when I get a location. Yeah. I, 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 I've done it since like that was like my a weird the weird niche I fell into here for a minute like I I did it you're for, just good at locations I guess I mean I just moved here I didn't know anywhere but yeah I did locations for a minute and I liked that and see I, like, I, I should have found you like, when I was trying to find a window, windowless office for for our pilot oh shoots. man I ha- I have so much fun doing it I because you just get to wander around I, I was with a I was doing when I was green new 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 first session oranges were doing their finals mm-hmm. and they didn't even end up using this house, so it's fine. But uh, they were, uh, the they were like, 
again did do the thing who's interested in working with oranges and i and i met you know trevor kravitz and mm-hmm. he was in something and we christina schaefer had a producer's kind of workshop if who was interested or whatever and i went and i went along with a few others from green and different cohorts and they said the projects and who's interested in doing what and i ended up helping on trevor's and he's like oh you should you know do locations and i don't know how it that came up but i was like okay and i <laughs> Uh, fine, sure, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. and I, I just moved to Chicago maybe a month before that. Yeah, I, I don't been to Chicago once before this, but for like three days. I n- I don't know any. I still don't know that many places in Chicago. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah. But I remember getting to. Uh, he like gave me like a list of places. He gave me some like pictures of houses that he was interested in, like mm-hmm. kind of the look and the vibe and the neighborhoods. And he just gave me a bunch of places. And I got into a lift, and I was t- and I made friends with this the lift driver. He was the nicest guy ever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm a student and I'm locations. I go to Harold and Rest Film School and I'm like locations guy. And I've never done it before. And I don't know. Yeah. And I guess I forget the area, but I guess I was asking to be dropped off in an area that wasn't 100% safe or whatever. Okay. I don't know. I haven't, I, I've been once since, but the guy who was like, oh, that sounds cool. And he like turned off his thing. Like he stopped charging me. Yeah. And we just drove around looking at houses and I'd be like, oh, stop here. And I would take a picture of a house. Like, oh, this is perfect. And we did it for like 45 minutes of just oh, like wow. going to houses or finding neighborhoods. And I would just take a bunch of pictures and I sent them all to Trevor. I don't think we used a single place I right. took a picture but of. Still. But it was so much fun. And I, I worked on Ericsson's and I, you know, I got the restaurant he shot there. Nice. And um, and getting the school, you know, I, I got I got the school for my sh- for show and tell. Okay. And which that was really fun. Which is great. I mean, it looked like a perfect location it, for it. It, it like was a school, yeah. It's a school, but it's also stylistically a unique looking school. It's not right. just your generic classroom. It was really cool, and we really lucked out in sending those sending those emails and garnering those relationships with mm-hmm. people that aren't into film. You know, you know, I that was the guy who gave us the restaurant was like yeah. really nice to me when afterwards, and you know, in the principal of St. Joseph Valley. She, we have a good relationship now. Nice. So, so, it, it so those are things you can lean on later when, when you get something else. Of course, yeah. yeah. And guarding outside relationships and, you know, starting opening doors, you know, Second City to this restaurant or yeah. to this school. And um, I did another thing, some some sort of park, which I had fun doing. It wasn't Frank's, but it was two sessions ago and getting a park and figuring out how, mm-hmm. who to talk to for that. And I was like, I like location scouting. It's almost like you might like producing. Yeah. Like, That's probably it. <laughs> but yeah it's just you kind of do it you just kind of happily do whatever people give you with a smile and yeah maybe you'll like it and maybe you won't and i so, mean it, yeah. it's it's just about finding the niche exactly finding, finding that the one thing that you can do as well or better than than other people for sure enough for and that you also enjoy doing yeah and i because I, I know for me for, for directing it's it's like it's the most exhausted i'll be at the end of the day and get up the next day and want to go do it all over again right do like, you ever get anxious like nervous i i was i was always like out of my skin like the two days we were shooting show and tell i was like the it, first day i was like out of out of my stomach pro- i was gonna i'm gonna mess this up it's gonna suck and then i get to set and i'm like having the most fun and it it gets it depends on how prepped i am like sure. if, if i'm i i have this weird thing because i like apple's whole uh, mantra is dealing with ambiguity and like dealing with chaos so right if I have no planning, I'm almost better off than if I have partial planning. Mm-hmm. But the best stuff is when I have like planned out. I know right. what what I what I want to do because then if some not if when something <laughs> goes haywire, somebody doesn't show up, something's not in place, it's you're you're in a better shape to with everything else to be able to ter- dedicate some time and energy to to fix that. But yeah, um, and then comes improv. Yeah, right. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you're and just being able to kind of stay calm no matter 
you know, uh, keep your head about you when all when all or keep your head when all about you are losing theirs. Like that, yeah. that whole that holds true. You know, especially if you're in some sort of leadership position on a on a shoot, it's you have to be the one that is just got everything locked down. Like, right. That's a good director. That's a good AD. That's a good cinematographer. That's a good producer. You know, yeah. All of those, if they can just keep their cool, even when shit hits the fan. Yeah, like, for sure. It's you're better off for it. Yeah, it's no, for sure. But well, if people want to uh, follow up with you and, and uh, follow you on social media, anything like that, see what you're up to next. Any place they can track you down. Um, I mean, I, I'm on ins- I'm on Instagram. Okay. I guess that might be the best. Thing. I don't post much. I should start. You know, I'm gonna get a LinkedIn if people want to go on that, <laughs> but I don't have it yet. So, uh, let me find my handle. I yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't even know. I'm on I'm on Instagram. I'm on okay. Instagram. Gately J. Jack, Jack Gately seventy seven, Gately J seventy seven. You'll find me <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Well, I will. I will tag you in the social media post for this one. Oh, dope. Yeah. Up, so, uh, <laughs> so people will be able to find you through that too. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Well, thank you so much for your time, oh, Tony. This has been very cool. Thank you so much. Awesome, man. All right. That was Jackie Gately. Thank you to Jackie and to the Harold Ramis Film School and Second City staff for their help. The song on this week's episode was, and I'm not kidding about this name, Suddenly Koala Bear Dance Party by Bear Shark. Check out more of Bear Shark's insane, wonderful music on iTunes. This show is recorded and edited by me, Tony Lazzaroni. If you want to hear more from me and my classmates, teachers, and a few special guests, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you have questions or comments, send us an email at filmstudentpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at filmstudentpod. And be sure to check out some of my and my classmates' work on filmstudentpod.com, including our newest edition, Art House Rock, written and directed by my classmate Ian Mullen and starring former guests Robbie Justice and Will N. Wilcox. And one last reminder, the submission deadline for the fall class at the Harold Ramis Film School is May 31st. Find out more at secondcity.com slash Harold Ramis. See you all next week. Class dismissed!